Welcome to the King's Cast, dynamic teaching recorded live at King's Church in Cambridge, England. We hope you are blessed and challenged by listening to the ministry today. And now, here's the broadcast. I'm going to hopefully get this right. Is it Nesbitt? Nesbitt, why don't you come forward? Give him a big round of applause. We know this, we know this guy can sing. And I'm sure he can preach as well, so praise God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's, uh, it's nice to be here, and I have enjoyed myself ever since I, I was here last night up to today. And at, at my church, we are talking about what we call radical hospitality. That's what I saw here. Radical hospitality. Where you, you, you don't even know whether you are a, a visitor or whether you are the, the pastor here. I, I almost feel like I'm the pastor here. <laughs> I can, <laughs> you can... You can escort him. He wants to go. Actually... Um, We are enjoying ourselves again. Let me, let me say this um, for having Peter Kavana at uh, Matasei. Your loss here was our gain. Like what Jane said, we will resonate. I resonate with what she said. As students, we are enjoying him. He is one who you can uh, enjoy his presence. As soon as he arrives, you know something is going to happen. He's a He's a man of God. You know, he's teaching. Um, he's teaching one module which I am not doing. But I was sneaking in. <laughs> Just to listen to him. There's one thing that touched me one of the days when he, he spoke about when Jesus was going. He said to his disciples, Guys, the authority in heaven and on earth has been given unto me. He didn't say it has been given to you. That's what he told us. And it was a revelation to me that Jesus is saying the authority in heaven and on earth has been given unto me, Jesus, and not unto you. But I'm telling you to go. When you go, Remember that I will be with you. I will not leave you. So as we go, as we are on this mission, as we invite you as a group from, the, from Matase, we ask you to join us. As he sends us to say go, let's go together. You know, it's, it's, it's surprising when you, hear, when you see somebody, when I tell you to go and you remain seated, then I would question your understanding. Why don't you listen to what I'm saying? Go. And you go. So we, I, I, I enjoyed that. He doesn't know that, but it's, it was a revelation to me that um, the authority is with Jesus. All I need to do is to go. Because he's, I will enjoy his holy company. I will enjoy his holy presence as I go. 
He's a wonderful man. We, we don't want to, to fall into the trap where we, we will talk about Peter Gavana when he's, when he's in, a, in a casket and we say, this man was good. We talk about it in, in the past tense. Let's talk about it in the present tense. He is good. He is a good man. Um, I also am happy to be part and parcel of this group. Um, initially, we were supposed to be in Eye of Man. That's what, that was the plan. But that was not God's plan. It was our plan. But God's plan was we are supposed to be in Cambridge. And here we are. Thank you, guys. I will read. I've got only 20 minutes. I will read from um, Luke chapter 13, verse 10 to 13. A very few uh, verses that I'm going to read. Luke chapter 13, verse 10 to 13. I'm reading from the NIV. If you are at, the, uh, at the, uh, this uh, text, I will start reading. On a Sabbath, Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues. And a woman was there who had been crippled by a spirit for 18 years. He was bent over and could not straighten up at all. When Jesus saw her, he called her to the forward and said to her, Woman, you are set free from your infirmity. Then he put his hands on her and immediately she straightened up and praised God. I may um, beat about bushes here and there, but the topic of my message in the next few minutes, I've been sent by God to tell you today that you are set free. You are set free. You know, in Zimbabwe, let me, let me take you to Zimbabwe. He was in Zimbabwe. He's married to a sister of mine. Not just a sister from Zimbabwe. He's a sister. She's born. She's one from my clan. So he's, he's my brother-in-law. <laughs> in Zimbabwe, we have, um, there is this prison called uh, Chikurubi where they, um, we had some prisoners who grouped them together in the prison to sing and praise God. They had a, a praise and worship group in the prison. So they were being invited from the prison into the community to go and sing. We have some DVDs about that. So they went every now and again, they went to sing and praise the Lord. But one thing, one thing is, as they were praising God here, there was a truck out there waiting for them to take them back to prison. But today, what I want to say is, even if there is a truck waiting for you, out there, waiting for you, to take you back to prison, I want to tell you that the truck will no more be there because you are set free. And when you are set free, feel that you are set free. You are. 
we have, um, when we milk cows in Zimbabwe, we take a, 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 a rope or something to tie the, to tie the, 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 the hind legs, right? We tie the, the hind legs so that it doesn't move when I'm milking the, the, the cow. So we had one of our cows uh, called Sister. <laughs> so this, this cow was so docile to an extent where when you would get to it without a, without a rope, just put your hands around the, the legs, it would think, I am tired. Something is in my legs. You would finish the milking and you, it would think, the, the rope is still in my, on my legs. I can't move. Until you have to push it away so that it can realize that it is now free. Sister, you are free. Brother, you are free. Jesus is today after going around in different synagogues, preaching the word, talking about his father, talking about the freedom, as he had um, set up to do. You know, I always look at Luke chapter 4, verse 18 and 19, as if it was like a manifesto that Jesus was setting out, that I, am, I, I have been set, I have been, the, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. To go and do this and that and that. And I understand Jesus Christ. He is, he, he is not like a politician. You know a politician comes to you and tells you. And when we are in government, we are going to do this and that and that and that for you. As soon as the person goes into, into power, he forgets about you. He forgets about you. You have to gag him. You have to pester him to say, do you remember? You promised that, that they are going to, you are going to create many employment opportunities for the young people. Do you remember? But Jesus here is not one who has to be reminded. He knows that he, was, he, 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 he has been sent by God to do one, two. When he says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to preach the word to the poor. To preach the word to those who are oppressed. One of the days I was in Scotland when I was pastoring a church in Scotland. We, we met at a section meeting in one of our members' house. She and her daughter lived together. But she, they, they, were, they had difficulties in managing their relationship as a daughter and, and mother. They had problems. I read this uh, passage about uh, Jesus setting uh, his agenda for, 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 for the three years that he, he has been sent by, by the Lord to do this and that and that. And I talked about people having 
to go to their workplaces and coming back home, where the home is the prison. You know, it's better to, for you, my brother, to be, to be told that you will spend five years in prison and know that when I am free, I'll go back home. But it's difficult for somebody to say, I'm leaving home. I go to work. When he comes back, he says, I'm going back to prison. I'm going, to, going back to prison. So, I spoke about this. And then the mom stood up and said, my house has been a prison for me. Because I don't understand this daughter of mine. I don't understand this daughter of mine. And the girl stood up, started crying. She said, I didn't know that my home was a prison for me. They embraced each other. They started crying. And they, 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 they forgave each other for whatever had happened in the past few months or days or years. And they were set free. And up to today, they're enjoying themselves. Now, the story that, is, uh, that, is, that, that I have read is when Jesus was standing in front of the congregation. And he identifies a problem. He identifies something among the congregation, within the congregation. It could be you. It could be you who has been identified by Jesus Christ as having a problem. This woman was born able. My first point, I've got three points. You were born able. Tell your, your friends that I was born able. I was born able. Able to interact with others very well. Interact with the community that I, I come from. Interact with the church within here. You were born able to do everything. That Philippians chapter 4 says, I am able to do all this through the strength that I'm given by Jesus Christ. But all of a sudden, something wrong. You know, when a boy proposes to a girl, he promises the girl heaven on earth. <laughs> heaven on earth. Even when, when, when they present each other to each other, they pretend. They pretend. And they can even see the future very floral. And they can even walk into, try to walk into the future and come back and imagine how life is going to be with my dear girlfriend when she is now my wife. As soon as they get into, the, into, the, into their holy matrimonial relationship, a crippling spirit encroaches. My husband was a good husband. I don't know what has gone wrong. My wife was a good wife. I don't know what has gone wrong. 
My father was a good father, but I don't know what has gone wrong. He was able. He was a good man. As if he's now lying here in a casket. Where we are talking about the person who has gone. He is still there. He says, my pastor was very good. He's still there. You were born able. What has gone wrong with you? What has changed in your life? What is the problem? That's my question. You know, I tricked you into telling the next person sitting to you to, to tell him or her that I was, I was born able. So what's wrong? If uh, Peter told Jerry that I was able, now I want you, Jane, to ask him, what's wrong? <laughs> what's wrong with you? Something, something crept into your life. A crippling spirit that was identified by Jesus Christ. When he stood here, he saw a woman who was in the congregation who had had a crippling spirit that, was, that had crippled her for 18 years. Mind you, this woman was born able. Like you have told your friend that I was able. I was born able. But something, a spirit crept into her life. A good mother tends to be something else. A good father tends to be something else. Good children. You know, we, we, we have parents, we have fathers and mothers who are crying about the life of their own children. They don't know what is, what is wrong with their children. If I would ask you, Honestly, to take an introspection of your own life and see where the crippling spirit has crept in. What is it that you were able to do? You are no longer able to do. What is it that? You know, there are many things. As an individual, that you can convince yourself that I was able to do this that and that and that. I'm no longer able. You know, just give a, a smile to somebody. Just say hello to somebody. When you were a new cre creation, where we, we would sing, I'm a new creation. I'm a brand new man. All sins have passed away. I'm born again. More than a conqueror, that's who I am. I'm a new creation. I'm a brand new man. When, when you pronounce that I am a brand new man, I'm a new creation, you joined this church. You, you, you were doing all sorts of things in the, in, the, in, in the name of Jesus Christ. But something has gone wrong with you. What is it that has gone wrong with you? Probably you may not hear what I'm saying. But can you ask the person next to you, what's wrong? What's wrong? Is there anything wrong? <laughs> Pastor, what's wrong? 
Not sure. Ask him. Anything wrong? I was born able. My next point, I've already gone into it. What is holding you now? If there is something that is holding you, Jesus has seen you. Jesus has seen that this guy, this, this woman, was able to do this and that. And that. You know, even giving to the church, we would know that there are Christians who are free to give. Christians who are free to love. Christians who are free to do this and that and that. But now they are unable. What's wrong? What's wrong? 18 years, this woman was held, was held up by the crippling spirit. For 18 years. It's not a joke. It's a life for somebody. Your church has suffered for too long. With you in the midst of the congregation, failing to see that there is a crippling spirit that has crept into me. I'm unable to do what I used to be able to do. Jesus identifies you. He identifies you. And he says, woman, come over here. Come forward. It reminds me of a story about a guy called John. He was very poor. Um, he didn't have much to, to put on. He had his, uh, his one shirt and one vest and um, almost everything was one of each. So he was, he was invited by his friend to church like you have come today. John comes in and he sits in the, in, the, in, the, in the congregation. And then the pastor comes here and says, Today we are going to read and talk about John 1 verse 1. You can imagine what, what went into his, into, his, uh, into his mind. John 1 verse 1 today. And he says to himself, so these guys have planned me. They've set me up. They want to talk about me. They know that I've got one vest. They want to talk about me. So he, he, he rushed out. Uh, it so happened that at the door there was um, a nail that was protruding. I remember Jane was telling us when we were in the kitchen that when you're passing through, be very careful. Your, 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 your shirt or your clothes may be held up by this thing. So it happened. He was at the door as he was passing by. The nail held up his jacket. And he shouted, Leave me alone! You set me up just to come and talk about me and my vest. Now this woman... You has been has been invited to come forward. Don't run out like what John did. He's saying, "Come forward." Jesus is saying, "Come forward." 
and there is no one who can do that. Is there is no one who can who can who can set you free? Jesus Christ is saying, "Come forth, come forth." There's no one, there's no one like Jesus. There's no one, there's no one like him. There's no one, there's no one like Jesus. There's no one, there's no one like he is calling you to come. And there's no one else who can do that for you other than Jesus Christ. Come forth. I want to set you free. That's what Jesus is saying. I want to set you free from your inabilities. From the crippling spirit that has crept into you over the time. 18 years it has held you. And this is the time. For you to be set free. For you to see the hand of God. For you to see and feel the freedom True freedom in Jesus Christ. And when, when Jesus called the, the, the woman up, he said to her, Woman, you are set free from your infirmity. And he put his hands on her. And immediately, immediately, she straightened started walking. You know, when the pastor puts a hand in your, on, on, your, on your head to say you are set free, even your giving, you are set free. Your mind is also set free. You know, she was, she was as, as the Bible says, she was unable to straighten up. You know, I met one of the one of the old people in our, in our, in our, in, our, in Overhampton. She was in town. You know, she was walking like this, very old. So I went to her and said, "Can I can I assist you?" And then she said, "To do what?" Was she would walk and stop and look up to see whether whether she is still in the in the, in the same direction, and then she would bend again and then start walking. So I asked her, can I help you? And, she, and then she said, no, I'm all right. I'm all right. But Jesus Christ is saying, I want to set you free. Can I help you? And you say, no, I'm all right. Jesus is saying, you are not all right. You are not all right. I want to set you free so that you feel the, the freedom of being free from the infirmity. Free from the spirit that has held you up for some time. For some time you have been held up. For some time. I don't know how long, but this woman was held up for 18 years. It is up to you to tell Jesus that I have been held up by this spirit for some time. I want to be set free. So that when Jesus Christ says, when he says, go ye therefore, he knows he is sending people who are free. 
who do not have any excuse to say, I can't go because I am held up by this spirit. I can't go because I, I cannot speak like Moses. I, I need some assistance. I can't do this because I am held up by the spirit. I want to set you free so that you go and preach the word. We want to set Cambridge on fire with people who are set free. With people who want to do something for, for God. People who want to do something for Jesus. Set free to do something for Jesus Christ. Set free to do something good for your family. Set free to do something good for this church. This church needs you. But it needs you when you are free. Don't remain in, in, that, in that spirit that has held you for some time. Because the song is saying, if you have tried this and that and that in order to set, you, to set yourself free, there's nobody else who can do that other than Jesus Christ. There's nobody else who can do that for you other than Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ went on the cross just to set you free. Jesus Christ went on the cross just because of your infirmity. The woman, when she was told, you are free to go, and she, she, she enjoyed it. The Bible says she went out and praised God. The cow that I was talking about, he didn't know that he was free. Sister, would remain there. Sister, you are set free. Would remain there. Until you push sister to go. You are set free. Go because you are set free. I don't know whether you, where, who, who, the person sitting next to you is sister. If it is not sister, if it is brother, tell the brother or the sister that you are set free. There's no one, there's no one like Jesus. There's no one, there's no one like him. There's no one, there's no one like Jesus. There's no one, there's... It is Jesus who can set you free. It is Jesus who can give you free, the freedom that you have never enjoyed. It is Jesus Christ who can give you the life that you have never had. It is Jesus Christ who sees what is the, something wrong about your life. And he calls you up to come so that I can set you free. So that I can set you free. Sister would stand. Wait until we push sister to go. This week, we don't want people who are waiting to be pushed. You feel that I am set free. Waiting for somebody to come and push you like sister. Jesus is here to set you free. And this is your only chance. If you miss this chance, you will never have it again. Thank you for listening and we trust that the Word of God has inspired you today. For further information about King's Church, 
or to access our large archive of other recordings, go to www.kingscambridge.org. If you're listening on iTunes, we would love you to leave us some feedback. God bless and goodbye.